Welcome to the Keep It Moving Podcast, the show about being great. Here's your host, star of Bravo TV's Million Dollar Listing San Francisco, director of Elite Clients, Sports and Entertainment, and global real estate portfolio manager at Golden Gate Sotheby's International Realty, Rohabibi. Let's go. So welcome to this episode of Keep It Moving. Uh, we're going to be doing a really cool Instagram Live today. I'm very excited about it. Uh, it's going to be with the CEO of the Eat, Learn, Play Foundation, Christopher, which I'm very grateful that he's going to be joining us today. Uh, and thank you all for watching as well. I just want to talk just a quick brief moment about Eat, Learn, Play, the foundation, and talk about their mission statement. And I'm assuming any time now, uh, Christopher is going to be joining us so the mission is, the foundation is called Eat, Learn, Play, and it's Stefan and Aisha Curry's foundation. Uh, their commitment is to unlocking the amazing potential of every child by fighting to end childhood hunger. Uh, wow. And ensuring children have access to nutritious food, establishing that students have access to quality education, bridging the gap to entering college, and the resources to succeed, technology, etc. And providing opportunities and safe places for all children to play and be active. Uh, incredible mission statement, something that I back wholeheartedly. And I'm pretty excited about this this uh, talk that we're going to have with Christopher. He's the CEO of Eat, Learn, Play, so we're going to learn a little bit about how the foundation works, uh, who's running it, how many people are there, what they need, how we could help, and uh, it's important to think about how to give back, especially in times like this that we're experiencing COVID-19 pandemic, absolute crisis throughout the entire world. You know, often we look around internationally and kind of see what's going on and, and where people need help, but believe it or not, in our own backyard, Oakland, California, there's this great foundation that's helping so many people, so many families, and more importantly than anything else, so many children. So let's see if Christopher has joined us already. I may have missed it. Um, just give me one quick moment here while I scan through this. Okay, we'll just be patient and wait for him to join, and, uh, and then we'll go live. Okay, here we go. Quarantine's been fantastic so far. All right, all right, all right. Hey, hey, Christopher, how's it going? How are you, man? Thank you so much for joining today. Let me just adjust this yeah. camera here so you can see my face. <laughs> hey, you look good. You look like you've got the, uh, your, your little COVID overgrown as well. Yeah, man. You know, I figure why not let the hair grow out, beard grow out, etc. We don't have access to getting haircuts, maybe until this week or something like that, right? They're saying that we're going to be able to get some cuts. So I'm yes. looking, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to cleaning up a little bit. But this is fun being able to do it like this too, though. You know. I gladly take your situation over mine. I'm, 
Nice. Hey, man. So, uh, whereabouts are you right now? Uh, in the East Bay, just just past Oakland in, in Lafayette. Oh no way! Like a balmy hundred degrees right now. Yeah, no, I'm I'm exactly on the same uh, lines as you. I'm in Danville, so I'm just a couple minutes away, and the and the heat here is crazy right now. So. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, so listen, thank you so much for being able to join me today. I thought this would be a fantastic way to just spread a little bit of awareness even in the smallest way that I possibly could as an individual. But um, I would love for you to just talk a little bit about uh, your origin story, you know, how long you've been doing this type of work and, and really how you ended up uh, where you are now. Yeah, so, you know, I, I appreciate it. Um, you know, I learned pretty early on that I was, that I was, that I was mission driven, right? And that for me, you know, it's sort of the buzz I get from work is just trying to have an impact. And, uh, you know, if I can go to bed, and, you know, every night feeling like I've, you know, feeling like I've helped somebody, then, you know, then, then that's good for me. And, and, you know, in a lot of ways, you're in a similar line of work and probably get the same feeling uh, from, from, from the work that you do. Uh, so I have been in this, you know, for, for the better part of, you know, 15, 20 years now. Um, and, you know, I got to where I am now, sort of in a, a bunch of strokes of good luck. But um, for years, I ran a, a, a global anti-malaria campaign with the UN Foundation. And when Stefan uh, was in his second or third year in the league, you know, he was, um, you know, he, he, he was on the arc of his career, but he was injured. The Warriors uh, were not a good team back then. <laughs> so he was, uh, you know, for us, you know, we just, we approached him to be this ambassador in this fight to, you know, defeat malaria, which is, you know, which at the time was a, a disease that was killing a child every 45 seconds. My God. Um, it was, it was great for us. It was probably good for Stefan to get him on, on a, on a global stage. Um, and I, you know, just very fortunate that, uh, that, that we got this, you know, young star who was on the, the right arc of his career. We could have never predicted this uh, this meteoric rise that, that Stefan and now Stefan and Aisha have been on. Yeah. Um, but over the course of like working together for five years, when he was an ambassador of, of that campaign, nothing but nets. You know, we traveled to uh, refugee camps in sub-Saharan Africa together. Wow, uh, you're kidding yeah, me! So wow. When you're yeah, when you know when you're spending you know the better part of a week uh, in some pretty outrageous you know difficult conditions on the border of the Congo with someone you, you get to know them right there's a, yeah <laughs> there's, there's a relationship and a trust that gets established and so i think you know that uh that was really helpful in terms of in terms of our relationship and, and establishing that trust you know fast forward a number of years later when aisha and Stefan got serious about starting a foundation i you know i was just in a really i was fortunate to be in a really good spot of being someone that they that they knew that they probably liked a little bit, but that they, they <laughs> and had experience with, you know, um, and and the rest is history. We sort of talked through what this what this foundation could could be, um, and then we 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 got to work, you know, building it. But you know, from my perspective, this is you know it's an opportunity of a lifetime in, in so many ways because you know the Currys are one of the most beloved young families in the country. Absolutely, you know, and they are. And you know them, right? And so they are just more authentic and, and better than advertised, if that's even possible. 
so the opportunity to work alongside of them and to use you know some of some of what they've been blessed with to make a difference in the community it's like for someone like me it's just too good to pass up and so that's how we um that's how we arrived you know here today uh working overtime day and night to, to help oakland uh throughout this you know health and and, and economic crisis that's amazing. So, did you you attended Davidson as well, correct? No, I, I I have a couple of I have a couple of brothers and three sister in laws who, who went to Davidson. <laughs> You're kidding me. That's I, such I, an I, ironic. I, I, that's such an ironic connection, right? I mean, yeah. Well, it, yes. It, I mean, definitely ironic, but it's also what had Stefan on my radar. Oh, right? I see. Okay. So that when we were in the malaria campaign, when we were looking and thinking through. You know who would be a great ambassador for us? It's like, you know, uh, you know, I didn't know Stefan, but I knew of Stefan, and actually Stefan had been involved in a malaria fundraiser that benefited nothing but nets when he was on campus through uh, Brian Barr, who now is actually his yeah. his, uh, his business manager, and so it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of networking, but yeah, a lot of it a lot of it stems back to Little Davidson, uh, North Carolina. Oh, that's amazing. Well, look, I, I could tell you first and foremost, just from me to you, I absolutely admire what you've been doing for all these years. Um, it's very selfless work. It's very hard work. Uh, it takes so much time and life to be able to help so many other people. You know what I mean? And it's a very, you know, it's something that you could take pride in. Uh, and I know that you're not doing it for those purposes or anything like that, but you know, I get what you're saying. Going, going to sleep at night knowing, hey, yeah, today was very, very difficult, but at least we got to reach you know, this, this amount of people or make an impact in somebody's life. I'm, I'm a product of um, you know, growing up here in the, in the East Bay area. I grew up in Fremont and um, you know, we had welfare, we had AFDC. Uh, we were on Section 8 housing. We were on food stamps. I was on the free lunch program at school. So I know what it means to be able to not necessarily rely wholeheartedly, but I know what it means to have that help come in and see the difference that it makes in you and your family's life. Uh, the fact that you guys are helping, you know, for example, in the, in the Oakland Unified School, there's like 10,000 students you know, be able to have breakfast and lunch and they otherwise may have not. They don't have the funds to be able to do that. Like I understand, you know, where they're coming from and, and the help that programs like this do to help people. So um, I think it's absolutely incredible work. And I wanted to talk to you about, you know, how, how did you get started you know, however many years ago, how did you get started or like how did you know that you wanted to dedicate your time and your career and your efforts towards, you know, building foundations or nonprofit organizations or traveling abroad and, and seeing the world and seeing who needs help because, you know, we tend to be in a little bit of a bubble, you know, where we are and you, you really uh, took yourself out of that. Yeah, thank you. And I, I mean, you know, I don't know if there's that one sort of, you know, that one book you read or that one sort of, you know, teacher or coach that moves you. For me, it was, you know, it was, it was a combination of things. But yeah, actually, I, um, my my parents, so I, I grew up the third of four boys, um, really, you know, high-achieving siblings where I was like, you know, I was lagging a, a bit. 
Um, but when I was 16 or 17, uh, over the course of a couple of years, my parents adopted three teenagers from, you know, from a variety of, of, of difficult um, situations, right? And I, and, you know, my, my, both of my parents, right? My dad having to extend his career, um, you know, and my mom who, you know, did so much of that heavy lifting, sort of, you know, making sure that, 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 that my, my new siblings were, were on track, had all of the resources they needed, uh, put them through, put them through college, you know, just sort of seeing, seeing, you know, their selflessness there, right? It's just, it's, uh, it's, it's beyond inspiring. And I think for me, as I sort of look back at, you know, where, where were the seeds planted? It was probably, you know, most from, uh, from, from my parents. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and also just, I also figured out early that, you know, raising money, bringing people together, sort of bringing people around the collective vision was something that I could do and that, I, and that I like doing. And, you know, I, I know you probably know the exact same thing when you, when you're passionate about something and when you have fun doing something, you end up being a lot better at it. And, and, and I found that to be the case with this, like, you know, with this career I've, I've chosen for myself. Oh, that's amazing. Um, why is it so important to you? You know, the ones that, that I found that strike me the most, especially with the charities and stuff like that that I'm involved with, you know, has to, it goes down to the foundational aspects of life, right? Like just food, water, shelter. Uh, you know, those are the three that I'm like most, I find myself resonating with the most. Those are the ones that I'm most passionate about. And, you know, those are the causes that I find myself, you know, going to their galas or whatever the case and their, their uh, charitable, like, you know, donations and all that type of good stuff. It just... It strikes it like a hard chord with me, and I just feel like, you know, these are such basic necessities. How could we not, you know, help as much as we possibly can? How could we leave so many people that need it way more than we do? You know what I mean? Sometimes, like my kids, they'll be like just leaving the water faucet on, and I'm like, baby, you gotta turn that faucet on. <laughs> like, and, and I know that there's not a scarcity of water or anything like that, but I, but I want them to be sensitive to the fact that okay, we don't need to leave the faucet on or whatever the case, or we don't need to not recycle. You know, these are just conscious things that, you know, we try to do every single day just to make sure that they understand, like, there's a bigger world out there, not our bubble of Danville or whatever the case may be. Um, what, are, what are some, you know, common, 
you know, roadblocks or specific roadblocks that people face when, oh, well, actually, let's take a just step back. Okay, so what is a foundation? What does that mean? Well, I mean, so foundation is sort of a tough, it's a, it's a tough word, right? Because a lot of people might say, oh, the Currys have a foundation. And so it's like, they might think of it as a, as a private foundation where the Currys are give, using it as a giving you know, vehicle to, to make an impact in the community. And okay. That we've got all the money in the world, like the Rockefeller Foundation or the Ford Foundation. Okay. Um, that we're a, we're a 501c3 public charity, which means that, okay. we are actively, that we're actively raising money, um, you know, because as, as we put this thing together, you know, for us to have the greatest impact we, we want to have, we want to build a broad coalition of supporters behind the, the work that we're, uh, that we're going to do. And to leverage, you know, the, the real generosity of the, of the Currys, who are, you know, far and away our biggest donors. Sure. Leverage, leverage their support and, 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 and sort of build a big tent, right? And, and invite people in to try to make uh, pretty substantive change at scale. Nice. And so, you know, for us, you know, we're just, we're a, we're a 501c3 charitable organization whose, whose mission is to, you know, try to, you know, improve the lives of, of you know, underserved kids, um, you know, in, in Oakland and throughout the Bay Area specifically. Um, what you know, would, these, what would you say, stuff. so you guys have been doing, I think, for about a year and a half now. So for the time being, you know, what are the, the most common roadblocks that you guys have been experiencing? Where are some of the pain points? Yeah, I think, you know, these are... Um, so we, we, you know, I, I started building this with the Currys, right, in, in our in our little team last January of 2019. Okay. We launched in mid-July of last year, so we're we're 10 months old now. Okay. Um, and so I think interesting most, interesting times of the world right now, right? Yeah. I, so. I mean, leave, leave it to the Currys. Their timing is always pretty perfect. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just when when they you know when we establish you or play. You know, we could never have predicted that this was around the corner, but yeah. turns out our timing was perfect because Oakland has been able to rely on us a lot. Yeah. Uh, over the last couple of months, and, and we're we're we're, um, we're we're proud of that. You know, some of the obstacles that we've uh, that, that we've come across is just you know recognizing that these issues that we're tackling are are complicated, right? And yeah. a lot a lot smarter people than us have tried to tackle a lot of these issues, some successfully, some less successfully. And so for us, you know, one of those, one of the obstacles actually is just, is just patience, right? Making sure that we are doing things the right way. Like we can't create all of this change overnight. Sure. And so we've tried to, we've had to be really humble, you know, and sort of walk this line of patience and urgency to, um, to, to do as good of a job as, as possible, you know, and then also it's just, how do you select the the right partner organizations um, and the right leaders to, to work with? Wow! You know we are not we are not doing any of our of our programming alone, right? Sure, are, sure. Everything we're doing is in partnership with you know organizations that already have the infrastructure and the expertise to uh, to do a lot of this work. And it's like, what happens when you you know sprinkle the curry magic? You know, like money, voice, time, leveraging our ecosystem sure. behind. These amazing organizations. That's um, that's been sort of our, our model so far, and I'm not sure it's an obstacle, but to get these things right, it takes time and it takes you know some successes and and some failures. But I think we're pretty we're pretty you know we have not gotten everything right sure over the last ten months. But 
uh, we're, we're pretty proud of how we've grown quickly and have been able to spring into action during, um, you know, these, for lack of better words, unprecedented times. Sure, sure. You know, the thing is, I feel like you guys have such a good recipe right now of, like you said, putting these puzzle pieces together and you're learning so much that I, I honestly could see this, you know, over the next decade or more, you know, scaling throughout the 50 different states here in, in the United States. And, and then, you know, who knows where it'll go to after that. But I, there's just so many people that, and, and we, don't, we don't see this, so we don't understand it and what's out of sight is out of mind. But there's so many people in the co continental United States that need help. Like it's, um, I don't know who it was. I think I was listening to a Tony Robbins talk or something like that. But through Feeding America, I think he feeds like 100 or 1 million or 2 million or 100 million. Some, I don't know the number by heart. But, and he like matches whatever Feeding America does. And when I went to this event and I heard him and I just thought to myself, my God, there's that many people in our own backyard that literally don't even have enough food to survive for the day or the week wow you know this is this is this is a problem that you know it kind of like you know you can't even grasp that concept that you know maybe my neighbor or the person down the road you know especially in, during a time like this in COVID 19 where you know everything's up in the air and people are now jobless and you know people may not have savings and you know unemployment may not be coming through or whatever the case you're like thinking wow you know maybe there are people that literally don't have anything right now you know who could i help with and you know wh where could i donate my time or my effort or my money or whatever it is but you know we don't we don't think about these things too much um yeah. you're, you're right and, and you know from from conversations i've had people i've people i've talked to you know stuff we've read i think there's more hungry kids in america right now than there have been in a hundred years that just scares um, me which is just you know, which is which is heartbreaking, and so all we're trying to do is to do our small part to to meet that need. But it, uh, yeah, I mean, it is it's heartbreaking. You know, in, in Oakland where we work, one in five children struggled with hunger, food insecurity on a regular basis before COVID nineteen, and then wow. you know you 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 throw in school closures, and schools are where a lot of low income kids get a majority or all of their meals, yeah. you know, and then you mix in mass unemployment and you've got a, you've got a major problem on your hands. And so we're trying to tackle that locally, but to your point, right? Like how are we, how are we doing so in establishing a model that is replicable in communities uh, across the country or that could inspire someone with means or someone with celebrity to rethink sort of the different levers they pull to, to make a difference. And so. We've, uh, we've, we've done some things recently, uh, like our work with local Oakland restaurants, and I think hopefully can, can inspire, you know, people to support, you know, businesses, government, you name it, to get behind in, in, in this effort. You know, we, um, we're partners with uh, Chef Jose Andreas and his World Central Kitchen um, organization, and they do unbelievable work. But the model that we adopted in Oakland, and we're their primary partner on the ground in Oakland, the model we adopted like six weeks ago with them, and this was an introduction that, of course, Aisha made, um, was you know to use restaurants, right, um, to, to to feed the most vulnerable uh, in our community during this time of crisis. And like, it, it's it's a big idea, but when you look at it, it's a it's a no brainer. It's like, yeah, 
if the economy is crashing and people are hungry, let's put people back to work, uh, you know, at, you know, at restaurants and, and feed the community these like dignified, healthy, hot, ethnic uh, meals. Wow. And so we've, we've picked up a ton of excitement about this partnership and have raised a lot of money to where today we've got over 50 small Oakland restaurants, local restaurants, preparing over 30,000 meals a week for, oh God. Uh, for kids, families, and the most vulnerable in, in Oakland. And World Central Kitchen, uh, in some of the fundraising they've been doing, in addition to some of the funding we've been doing, we have, uh, we're, we're, you know, getting the resources to, um, to employ between 200 and 250 Oakland restaurants over the next couple of months what? to be preparing, <laughs> preparing two million meals for 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 the community and and it's gonna quickly it's the biggest sort of restaurant effort anywhere in the world right now right here in Oakland but it's you know not only is it giving people dignified high quality meals and you know but we're paying the restaurants ten dollars a meal um, and so that's allowing them. You know, a lot of them to stay afloat and hire back a majority of their kitchen staff. And so, you know, three months from now, I think you're going to be talking about how this little thing that we started a couple months ago is is going to have brought back a couple thousand jobs to uh, to Oakland. And back to the original point, you know, our hope is that other communities see this as a model and go, we should be doing that right here. And then hopefully we're also at the same time inspiring you know, Gavin Newsom and the California government and the federal government to to continue sort of pumping gasoline into this because I think private charity, uh, you know, can ignite something like this and can take it so far. But you need to get the government involved in, in, sure. in doing this as well. And so that's that's part of what we're trying to inspire too in this in this big effort. Well, I, you guys are making a fantastic effort, and I, you know, you spoke to it perfectly. It's going to be a domino effect, chain reaction. The restaurant is nearly going to go out of business. You guys come in. Hey, restaff the restaurant. We're going to pay you guys. We're going to give the free food to the people who actually need it. Your guys' jobs are saved. Now you could put, you know, food on the table at your homes. It's it's just on so many levels, it's like mind-blowing on how much of a creative, awesome effort this is. And it's so interesting that we're here in Silicon Valley which is like the idea and thought capital of the world. And you guys are working on such an amazing 501c that, you know, I think like you said, it's going to be the model for the rest of the domestic country, you know, states. And this could really scale. And you guys, you know, have a nice little blueprint on saying, hey, we did steps A through Z. This is who we used. You know, if they are there where you are, great. If you could grab some people that have a little bit of influence, bring them on, great. And look, you know, I feel like because of what's happening with COVID, so many more people are becoming a lot more conscious about helping others, about haves versus have-nots, about, you know, this whole racial profiling. There's so many different barriers that are coming down right now and so many veils that are coming off and like the real is being seen of humanity and how we could help each other and how important it is to help each other because 
like you know it's it's a cliche term that everyone's saying now but you know like we're all in this together and it truly we're all in this together it doesn't matter whether if you're the person with a hundred million dollars in your bank you could get covid and the person that has absolutely nothing they could get covid it puts everyone on the exact same playing field which is so interesting to see and I don't know. It's just, it's like you said, it's unprecedented. Something like this has never, ever happened, but it's really opening up a lot of eyes and avenues and windows for people that they just have not thought about it at all. Yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's really, I think that's really well said. And, you know, from, from my seat, right. I just, you know, they are playing team. We just feel so blessed to have Aisha and Stefan as, as our principals and out front. I mean, you know, they could be doing anything they want during this um, during during this crisis. You know, they're 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 pretty set. But you know, every day they are they're doing something on behalf of of Eagle Play to help. You know, just yesterday we had them. You know, sweltering hot. We had them in Oakland uh, yesterday, and you know they were among other things uh, helping prepare lunches. Uh, with one of our with one of our restaurant partners, a Jamaican restaurant, a great Jamaican restaurant in Oakland, Kingston Eleven, wow. and they're stepping at Aisha at eleven a.m. You know, in the kitchen, uh, you know, mixing vegetables and making salmon for you know for uh, you know making a hundred a hundred lunches for the community, and then you know they stop by the food bank on their way home just to sort of gather you know the employees at the food bank to, to thank them. For, uh, for for the work that they've been doing over the last couple of months. And so, you know, there's, you know, we just, a lot of our success comes from the Currys and just how how real they are. And, um, and, and you know, they, uh, you know, they, they show up, they show up for us, they show up for Oakland time and time again. And it's our, it's definitely our not-so-secret weapon. <laughs> so, um, so what... So, because you know, a lot of people are going to watch this. Some people will listen to it later. Um, how can me and my family and anybody who's watching this, people at my company, at my offices, like what resources are out there? How could I come and donate my time and my energy to help you guys do whatever you guys are doing? How could I continue to spread awareness? Obviously, the big aspect is the donations. People could donate online. I think it's www.eatlearnplay.com. Very easy to do that. But how could we? How could we? Um, how could we get involved? And how could we help you? Yeah, no, and, and that's sweet. And by the way, it's eatlearnplay.org. Um, oh, eatlearnplay.org. Sorry about that. No, no, no. It's all good. People will be able to find it. Okay. Uh, and yeah, I mean, would we love people to donate to us? I think the answer is is absolutely yes. A good thing to note is that Stefan and Aisha cover 100% of all of the eat, learn, play, all of our operating and overhead expenses, so that every dollar that comes in, you know, to, to our foundation goes directly out to the programs and the partners that, that we support. There's none of those donations are, are coming to me Good. Uh, or, or my salary. I see. Um, so would we love for people to, to give to eat, learn, play? Yes. But I think even more importantly, right, is just, the, to your earlier point, it's like this is a moment where we're all in this together and to give back. Um, you know, whether it's to the food bank, you know, volunteering at a food bank, giving to a food bank, they are in a lot of ways like, you know, our, our last line of defense against hunger in this country. Um, you know, checking on your neighbors and social distancing, you know, we've heard about that, but that like 
that that truly helps. Sure. Um, but there there are any number of ways to give back. But you know, if, if you're interested in fighting hunger um, in the Bay Area and in Oakland, um, that's what we're doing with with the Our Play. And, and every donation that comes in is like it. We're we. Um, we're, we're deploying them all very responsibly, I guess is what I would say to that. Nice. Um, what inspires you, man? What, what do you wake up every morning so pumped up and so inspired about? Like what uplifts your days and your nights? And so what, what keeps you going? And just trying to just trying to help people, right? And, and doing so in, in innovative ways, right? Like I uh, I'm sort of naturally competitive, <laughs> former at, former athlete, so definitely sort of definitely goal oriented, and the idea of, of of you know being better than I was yesterday, right? And doing more than we did last month, than we did last year is is a big driver. But you know you you spend enough time you know, meeting families and community leaders, right? And you see the work that they're doing that so supersedes and is so much more difficult than, than what I have to do. And it's just, you know, you, you want to you play a small part in, in this big solution. So that's part of what motivates me. And then, you know, another small part, right? Like you see Stephen Curry showing up day in and day out for the community when, frankly, he doesn't really have to. And you see Aisha you know, cooking for hundreds of people and you see Aisha, you know, volunteering her time any which way to make a difference. And like, you know, I, I, you know, I've been in, you know, I sure as hell better be able to match that. <laughs> and so that's, that's a high bar to climb every day, but, uh, I, I, I do my, I, I do my best to, uh, to do that. But like, this is, you know, it's, this is a great joy and a huge responsibility and, you know, I, I just, you've got to embrace it or, uh, or you won't be able to do it very well. Nice. Uh, what is one of your favorite books or podcasts or movies uh, that you would recommend that we all check out or listen to or read? Oh, boy. Uh, books, podcasts, movies. I, oh, I've been listening to The Daily, The New York Times Daily Podcast every day, and I think you know, in terms of starting your day on a, you know, getting out of bed, morning walk, morning run, I think it's a good, informative way to um, to start your day. And um, from a from a from a TV show or movie perspective, we have, you know, <laughs> I, as soon as the TV goes on at night, I fall asleep. We have <laughs> and so, it, I, you know, my wife is just constantly episodes, or even uh, or even uh, what do you call them? Um, Binge watching. Yeah, she's, she's episodes ahead um, <laughs> uh, of me in, in everything. But we've been we've been getting down with with the Americans, which yeah. is which is one of our favorite shows. Um, we watched Tiger King, but uh, <laughs> it, it, it wasn't totally our cup of tea. Although I, I it could have been a couple episodes shorter. And I got a I got a huge kick, and I've got a ten and eight year old son. I've got a ten year old and eight year old son. And I got a huge kick out of the the last dance. Oh man, yeah. I think that kind of uh, took the took the world by storm. And this is, I mean, I don't know if there could have been a better planned or ideal time for them to release that because the ratings are probably absolutely through the roof. And 
For example, even my brother, he's been watching it a lot, but he's like, hey man, let's go play basketball. Let's go do something. And he's like so pumped and motivated because of MJ. I'm like, great, man. If a lot more people are pumped and motivated like MJ, this is going to be a better world. So. <laughs> Yeah, right. No, it's, it's 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 awesome, and you know, without live sports on, I think that's been a relief. But also, just being able to like, just being able to relive that and to show the kids like, this is this is what it was like when I was when I was younger, not your age. <laughs> it's been uh, it's been really cool. Right on, man. Hey, well, and listen. Of course. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know how to thank you for your time, man. I understand how valuable it is. You probably have a million other things to do right now. But uh, thank you so much for, for joining me today. I appreciate your time. I'm sure a lot of people are going to take great benefit from this. Um, what's the best way for people to get in contact with you? Yeah, I mean, just we've got uh, eMarplay.org. We have, a, we, have a, um, we have a contact us button right on the homepage. Super simple. We check it every day. We respond within a couple days. Uh, so that's great. But like, listen, I uh, to to be given this platform and uh, get to talk to somebody as cool as you, <laughs> it's, like, it's it's the highlight of my day. So awesome, man. Well, I, Chris, I'm full, I'm full of gratitude. Uh, right back. Nice, man. Well, I think we're going to meet each other in person when all this kind of slowly dies down and maybe break bread together. <laughs> Please. All right, my no, man. Let's, uh, let's do it for sure. Right on. Be well. Thank you. I appreciate all you. Right, take care. Take care. Thanks.